Real rerun starting. Sorry. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the next episode of World Rewind. We host Callum, joined usually by George. Oh, I've got vertigo. <laughs> and by Alex. As someone who actually uh, is afraid of heights, I find that offensive. Just seeing that. Uh, Shut up. Uh, as someone who, who, as someone who isn't afraid of heights, that was my intention. <laughs> so wait. Yeah, for this week's film review, we, um, we are over to George. So I'm going to pass over to you now, George. What is this week's film review if the title of this podcast had not leaked it away? Yes, uh, this film review, surprise, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is uh, Vertigo, which is a 1958 Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's kind of like a film noir psychological thriller about uh, a Scotty, John Scotty yeah. Ferguson, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, played by James Stewart, is kind of has is hired uh, to pursue a woman um, by her husband, and the, sort of this idea of she thinks she's the reincarnation of someone from the past, and then through uh, some various reveals uh, and the fact that he has vertigo kind of comes into play, uh, it's revealed that maybe something's amiss, and then he begins to transform this other woman into the woman that he he loved. Um, and yeah, it's the reason that I picked it a because it's a Hitchcock film and I enjoy it, and it's a good film. But also, uh, Sight and Sound magazine, BFI Sight and Sound magazine, uh, have a critics poll of the best movie of all time. And for the last fifty years, it's been Citizen Kane, and Citizen Kane has been lauded as the best movie of all time. But in the most recent poll, Vertigo uh, overtook it, so it's now considered that's the best a, that's movie a, that surprised time. me. Yeah. I saw that. Mm. But what did you guys think? I, I assume that Callum's seen it before, but Alex, have you seen it before? I hadn't. Admittedly, I, I feel like I was at a bit of a disadvantage here because I left it too late and watched it last night. And last night I was tired and I, I really don't you. think I was interested for this kind of film. So I found it quite boring. Um, but I think I was really not in the right mindset for watching this film. So apologies. Sorry. I didn't necessarily think it was bad. I was just like found it kind of slow and was like I'm just really not in the mood for watching this film huh. so I don't well, like that. that's fine I, I uh, kind of agree to some degree I, I enjoy this film so I don't slow. Yeah. yeah well it's the thing of like it being considered the greatest film of all time I don't think it's the best Hitchcock film that, that it being the best film of all time it confuses yeah. me to a degree. Yeah, that shot me. I remember, it was weird. So I remember I watched this a couple of weeks ago and I, was, I spoke to you before about it. And then yeah. I, I said to you, oh, it's a really good film, but I didn't, I, like for me personally, I was, like, when I watched that song, I was like, I didn't hold it as much as I remember it holding up. Like, I still I still give mm. it a high rating and stuff. You're watching it at the end of this. But um, yeah, and then you said the same thing. And, I, and then you told me, oh yeah, it's got rated like the best film of all time. Technically. And I was like, what? Like, I, I, yeah. I just don't understand it. I'll admit like, um, uh, it's also got some fantastic performances in it. It's an interesting, interesting story, and also um, I love as well the because obviously it used the um, was it the dolly zoom effects, which is like new, new at the time in the film. Yeah, the vertigo stuff. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is obviously yeah. really cool, for, like, really cool effects, amazing camera work. But overall, like saying it's the best one of all time is a bit. I think it's a bit bizarre. Yeah. I mean, well, I get why. Yeah. I suppose you would put it there, but I mean, admittedly, I've actually not seen Citizen Kane. I don't really know what. In, in all fairness, like, like. like I, yeah, I've seen it, but it's one of those films where, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's best of all time. I was like, yeah, but most people have not seen it. Even though I've only watched mm. it because I saw a list and so I was like, oh, I probably should watch it, I guess, then. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's why. Yeah, yeah most people watch people... it because it's called the film of all time. People, people don't, 
find mm. it and then go, oh, best of all time. People won't even look at it like, yeah, I've, I've never thought of it as best of all time. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's a great film, but it's not. I, I don't mm. think, you know, it's, it lowers this. Yeah, I get why it's the high praise, but I don't think it lowers this best of all time spot it's got in the world, but that's just me. I, I, I Well, the thing with um, Vertigo is I think that it's fantastically shot. Like the, the opening yeah. sequence in particular is incredible. And like, obviously it uses rib, rib projection, but the sort of the, the lighting and the on location stuff is great. And I think that like hard open of him getting Vertigo and, you know, the cop dying, that sort of thing is, is pretty probably was pretty shocking for late 50s um and i think in general the film is shot really well um and i think that visually it presents a really interesting story and narrative i think the weakness is the script of i do think that um the the first half it's the issue of the first half is kind of slow or the first quarter until the reveal is kind of slow and then after the reveal, I think it kind of like maintains being somewhat suspenseful. But it's the issue mm. of all of the suspense is built up in the slow sort of progression and um, the realization of them getting together and all that stuff. I do think that, like, I don't know, it, it's the issue of it, cutting any of that out, I think, removes sort of the idea of him falling in love and him becoming obsessive and that mystery of she thinks she's reincarnated version of someone in the past and all Is of it, her I like she, they think she's possessed rather than a reincarnation uh, well I, I uh, can't remember I think so I think they're saying that it's like some psychological thing where she's think she's someone else I think I, 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 I think it's up to interpretation uh, really sort of the idea of like you can use relocation of the body or is it the idea of a spirit latched onto you know the person latched onto, yeah I think it's up to interpretation to be fair that part but yeah. either way, but it's still I, like I him like, seeing her in that person. Yeah, like that mystery, especially like the first time you haven't, if you haven't seen it before, is interesting. And like Hitchcock didn't do that much in terms of like supernatural or anything like that. I, I do think the idea of like, oh, she is she like this reincarnated person? Like, what's going on with that? Is interesting. The issue is, is like the scenes of him just following her around aren't particularly like fast paced. And it's kind of the same with afterwards, of after the reveal where, spoilers, it's revealed that she's an actress and the guy has killed his wife before and they chose Scotty because of his vertigo because he wouldn't follow her up with a clock attack. Oh no, um, after and, that, uh, and uh, uh, arachnoph- wait, uh, 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 aquaphobia? Is it? Well, that's, that's yeah, the fear of heights. Yeah. Vertigo, yeah. yeah. Um, the, after that, the whole idea of him becoming possessive and like trying to change his woman into someone he loved is a really interesting idea again i think it is just kind of like a bit slow that mm. it's the issue of you can't really take one out or take the other out yeah Whereas i don't know if maybe having a reveal earlier and you spend more time with him like manipulating her and changing her and, make, and that sort of thing or if you take that element out but i think that's kind of the point of the film a bit that it, it's hard to say yeah. I think that's the weak point. Is is I think visually it's great, and I do most of the performances are pretty good. Yeah, but I do think that like the script is yeah, the weakest point. Um, I do like um like this like the scenes where um he's uh, talking to uh, his friend that you know, is in Midge. You know, was it that's the name Marjorie? I I hate Midge. I hate yeah, Midge. but I like I I I, I thought you hate Midge, but I mean like in the sense of like you see who this man is and like what he's like, 
and you get more background to him. But again, those scenes sort of broke the um, the pacing, and also, anyway, like I said, the, the tension built. The tension built quite a lot when he's following around, and then he got a point where he died at the top of the tower. But then that's um, quite a long sequence where um, it's uh, like him talking to her husband, like you know, in, in that like, is it like was it sort of like a courtroom, like a meeting? Come on, what was what, that? that afterwards yeah, yeah afterwards that's that's the hearing is it like when the, the judge decided to hear yeah but that bit sort of then like i was like oh you got attention he got they got the result and then obviously happy for the film he gets that point and sort of start getting a bit bored again and then they try to build attention i hate that i did like the up and down up and down throughout i wish it was a you know what i mean mm. and i don't know i feel like that sort of broke it a bit and again like the, the scene of midge kind of like place in there was a bit like well you're sort of breaking the moments here i mm. think but yeah first thing is What's i i when I say I hate Midge, it's not necessarily that I hate. It's more the fact of because she's in there purely to serve exposition. She's in there so that he can, at the start, so that he can come in and be like, "Oh, I've got vertigo, bitch." That's my Jimmy Stewart impression. Mm-hmm. Talk, but that's pretty good. I know it's, it. It's one of the things where, like, watching I mean, him, I was like, "Yeah, okay." And then someone pointed out that he talks like that. I was like, "Oh no!" Every performance I watch, I'm like, he does talk really odd. Okay, can but I like. <laughs> So she's at the beginning to do that exposition of him having vertigo. And then she kind of like serves no fur- purpose. And I, first time I watched it, I think the scene where she like drives up, I thought it was going to be this like, oh, she's going to be jealous and they're going to play off that angle and that sort of thing, but they don't. And then she's in there to have that exposition of like six months have passed and you're recovering or whatever. Like, yeah, that's kind of the only reason she's in there. And I, I kind of feel like those scenes are a bit clunky and there's also that weird scene where she paints herself as the picture and then when he leaves she's like stupid stupid midge stupid (laughs) i don't know what that scene is that like supposed to be comical or is that like again i feel like they kind of hint that she still loves him and oh there's going to be this like jealousy angle or something and it doesn't come up again yeah and one thing as well i know i sort of jumped on a bit of like um what do you guys think of the um, ending? How like the final moment, you know, moment where like she, um, where the nuns came up and started. I her. admittedly thought it was a bit stupid. Yeah, like I, I mean, was, yeah, uh, it's the thing of like the the point of the ending is like, ah, oh, you know, ultimately his he he lost something and then his obsession drove him to lose it again, um, mm. which I get and I think like that's a good moral. Yeah, element. again, I, I like that. Yeah. story element. I just hate and that the is... nun start all day. Well, yeah, but it's better than like a bird. Like, yeah, fair. You know, that, 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 there maybe is other ways of doing it, but I don't think it's like terrible. You know, I think it's kind of like as a. I think it's alright. Yeah, what people thought as well. So it's just based on because um, uh, uh, we all watched on Netflix, which you watch on now. It's just it's not on now. Um, yeah, uh, there's no credits. Yeah, there isn't any credits. I know, so I, I, I yeah. didn't watch it in credit. I in Netflix. Uh, I watched it. On all the credits are the start, yeah. aren't they? Because yeah, because... yeah like in the fifties, that's how films work. They didn't yeah. credit everyone who worked on the film. All the credits. Of... I think that's so, a better, better, yeah. better way doing it. To be fair, I mean, it does mean that the ending is super abrupt, and you don't really have time yeah to, to process it. Because <laughs> normally you have that sort um, of musical credits to help you sort of pose. So like, imagine Endgame with no credits. You'd be sat there going, ah, the not Infinity War yeah, side. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's also it's also a thing of like. Because of, I do think films at the time as well ended super abrupt. The amount of films that are just like, you know, someone dies and they're like, damn shame, credits. And it's like, okay, yeah. that, that ended really abrupt. That 
you know, um, I don't know. No, I, I also feel like there's a lot of stuff. They spend so much time on certain things, but not like the husband who like kills his wife and hires Scott or whatever isn't really in it at all. Like he's in one scene and then it, the hearing, there's a whole thing of like the woman with the room and the bookshop owner and I think the judge maybe all being like kind of working for him and there's like this whole conspiracy that they just sort of address in one flashback and don't really go into detail about like what's going on massively and like I don't know I feel like there's also the whole thing of like him falling in love with another man's wife and being totally fine with it that yeah I mean obviously you have elements in the in any plot where it's like oh there's some amount of suspension of disbelief because like and and you know there's only a certain runtime but there is stuff where i'm like you know maybe if they built up the husband a little bit more and spent less time with bitch and or mm. spent less time like just following up i do like the cinematography in this film um oh. again especially the opening credits but also like them in the trees and at like, the golden gate bridge and i think that like uh, it, it's incredibly well shot, and I do think that like the tension generally pretty good. I think the pacing and the script sort of let it down a little bit, which mm. might be a criticism of Hitchcock in general. But um, no, no, I completely agree with you as well. But, um, uh, I, I think that everyone does a good performance. I like James Stewart has that weird way that he talks, but I think he's good. I think that like. Kim Novak is yeah I liked really Kim good. Novak like you know playing two characters I thought she did that really well mm. and um, also I, I think one thing I love when I watch a Hitchcock film and you can always spot it is just Hitchcock's customary appearance somewhere because yes, yeah I love how like at the beginning of it I looked went oh there he is I love like he's not even subtle like it's not, even, like, it's not like you know he's walked past he had to stop on the screen for a second and then move he has to be like I'm here <laughs> I mean his cameos are pretty subtle considering like Stan Lee's cameos. Or, yeah, or yeah. about Tiger Heaty where he's just in yeah. the film. Um, yeah. But what's the thing or of like, you know, Gino where he turns up to say the N word. Yeah, it's yeah. like, with, like in Vertigo, of like, ah, oh, Vertigo, he's like a guy who like walks across the screen where it's like, well, Stan Lee, they like stop the film and like, look, guys, it's Stan Lee. And then like continue yeah, on and, um, you know, and then, then like, yeah, Quentin Tarantino doing like terrible Australian accents or whatever and saying the N word and. It, I, I don't think it's so bad. I think it's pretty subtle, considering. Yeah. No, it's fair. Well, I just, I just, I just love when you always see it. It's like, oh, there he is. Um, um, yeah. Like, the the use of, like, I, the thing is, is a lot of the stuff I want to praise is, is visual stuff. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. This film was shot amazingly. Um, and, like, I think it might be one of my favourite um, Robert Burks and Hitchcock, like, combination films. Uh, that they they did together. Um, Rear Windows actually probably pretty close because I think they did Rear Windows. Oh, sure. and that, um, sorry. I was saying nothing is from I love as well is um, uh, the film film poster was actually made by Soul Bass, who I, who I love. And mm -hmm. yeah, well, I think that like the opening credits and the like dream sequence are really interesting and good as well. Mm. Yeah, like I really like the the sort of animated crazy dream sequence. Um, and obviously, you know, the famous Vertigo shot. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm also concerned as well this, because um, yeah, I think I heard that this film actually had um, mixed reviews upon its initial release. Yeah. 
Well, it's also the thing of like yeah, looking back, well. like considering I mean, Hitchcock is like one of the most famous directors, I would say, and one of the most praised directors. Pro- pro- it was probably the most of, most studied directors of all time, I'd say. Yeah, probably. But it was a thing of like at the time he like I think he was successful, but like he didn't win any Oscars or anything like that. But I do think to a degree, Hitchcock was successful at the time, but has definitely, in retrospect, been praised more. Yeah, definitely. Like Psycho, I don't think was particularly successful, or like well liked at the time. But now it's well, considering as well that after that, like they made like you know three sequel films, so not not with them obviously, but then like that kind of didn't help the probably legacy of it, did it? At the time, mm, I guess no. I just think it's more a case of like you know Hitchcock films, like yeah, they're pretty good like suspense films, and he was successful and was a big director. But I do think like his sort of prestigious. The idea of like a prestigious grand director, I think, has been applied for it for And and it's well deserved. I do think he's a fantastic director. Um, that's the thing that's what was interesting because I feel like we've almost discussed most things in this film. It's like, much like it's like quite interesting film to discuss. There's not a lot to discuss. With. I don't know if you disagree or don't agree, but well, I mean, yeah. I think there is like yeah, um, there's a big Chekhov's gun moment at the beginning, which doesn't. A weird what side? Really, like Chekhov's gun kind of Chekhov's gun. Oh. that doesn't really come up again. That we're introduced to Midge as like a Brazier director, uh, designer, yeah, or whatever. And I thought it would, you know, because they point it out again, like Chekhov's gun, that whole system of like, oh, if you point something out, it probably needs to come back up again. But they do point it out and like. It seems somewhat relevant, and then the next thing it's just like, oh, I've given up on that, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I've started painting instead, and you see, it and she's just like, oh, I've given up on painting, and it's like, okay. Um, the fact that he has vertigo but lives on like the sixteenth floor or something, I'm like, okay, you you mm. seem pretty well off. I would buy a, a different house. Yeah, like you seem to manage that all right. But... Yeah. But it's like it's like at the end the thing that I find like I see where they were going with it that like when he's like oh I want to get you to dress up as the as this other woman Same but of course Judy is the uh what's what's uh begins with M oh Madeline Madeline yeah when he's like oh Judy I want you to dress up as Madeline and like that would be really creepy except Judy is Madeline or Madeline is Judy so it's yeah, yeah like I'm always like oh that could have been wasted potential or like or maybe not wasted potential but like. Would be cool to see uh, maybe in another film when it is a different woman, and well, maybe make is... it more about that than. Yeah, well, I think that is the thing of of annoyingly, there's a a mystery of a woman is thinks she's possessed or is a reincarnation of someone else, and there's a whole mystery of her like, ah, oh, is she really what's going on or whatever? And she, it turns out, it's just this ploy to kill her by her husband, and that's an interesting film. I think the idea yeah. of oh, someone fell in love and, like, became obsessed or, like, madly in love with someone and lost them, so they found someone to, like, replace and they're turning them into and manipulating them into someone else. It's also an interesting film. Yeah. The issue is, is I don't think the runtime is long enough for both of those films to properly develop out. Yeah, yeah. The, that, that's the issue, I think, with Vertigo is there's two good film ideas, and I do think they could fit a film together, and they clearly do, because Vertigo is still an enjoyable film. But I think that the issue is, is one, if you give one more time to develop than it needs, the other one doesn't have it, and that sort of thing. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, 
you know, the idea of, oh, he finds this woman who looks like her and becomes obsessed and, like, kind of gets caught back up in the lie that he was told and stuff. Uh, and, you know, manipulating her and the idea of his obsession drove it. He lost something and then his obsession over it drove him to lose it again. Um, it's a really interesting idea. I just think that there's two good storylines that they have to battle with how much mm. time to give to both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, again, I, I generally think the story is is good. I just do yeah, think like the pacing and that sort of thing. I like the, the when they go to the trees and she's sort of having that breakdown. And... Yeah. I think they said there's areas of it where it could have been um, uh, done differently or not done better, quote unquote. But you know, um, yeah, I think I think I've always just, this is still a great film. It just like I said, it just shocked me that you said it was the best film of all time. I just wouldn't put it up there. I mean, I can. Mm, no, uh, as I said, I can. I can see where they come from. Yeah, I see, I, I, yeah I, obviously, it's well, more support of this is that it's culturally and historically significant. That's basically the main grabs this yeah, film. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. also worth noting that, like, you know, um, there are a bunch of other, like, Sight and Sound is a very prestigious and very like, um, yeah, yeah, acclaimed, acclaimed publishing publication that's the word yeah, yeah and like the the you know the film it citizen kane being voted the best film of all time comes from certain sound that it has a lot of weight yeah but it's also worth mentioning that they hold two polls they hold a critics poll which is where one and a director's poll and a director's poll and vote goes like seventh or something yeah well yeah it's also um because i i don't think it's even it's not even hitchcock's best film that's the thing no i i that's the thing is i as much as i enjoy it i personally don't think it's Hitchcock's best film i think that hitchcock is a director that has like a generally pretty solid repertoire of films and I think that like Psycho and Real Window and I yeah. enjoy Dial M for Murder and uh, man, uh, man Who Knew Too Much is pretty good cool. yeah man, both Man Who Knew Too Much is alright oh. like Life but like he had I love The Lady Vanishes but that, like we could go on this thing yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I do think that like that is the biggest thing of um, while Vertigo is a good film is a solid film, and I will reflect that in my ratings. Um, I, I don't consider it the best film of all time, and, and no. there are definitely other Hitchcock films that I would watch over. Hmm. Even like Dial M for Murder, I don't think Dial M for Murder is a like, fantastic film, but the whole idea of like, oh, husband having this intricate plot to like frame or kill his wife, I think is kind of handled a bit better in Dial M for Murder. But again, that's also a little slow. But... Hmm. It, you know, it becomes difficult. I think that ultimately, I think Vertigo falls down because it's two good storylines and they yeah. don't have the runtime to dedicate enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd agree with that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so, um, yeah. Uh, it's weird. I I like the when she's like, oh, I don't want to wear that dress, and James Jimmy Stewart's like, Oh, you should wear this dress. And <laughs> I love he's your like, voice. He, he's proper like, uh, no. Please, please, I don't want to be here. He's like, no, it'll be good. I love you. And then the woman's just like, the shopkeeper's just like, he's a man who knows what he wants. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 What is going on? Yeah, so dialogue a bit. Yeah, a bit off the yeah, like, I, I also will say that um, the the sequence where, uh, like, he has that dream sequence with great, and, like, the shock or whatever, and then it's kind of really clunkily handled of, like, how long will it take for him to get better? Uh, about six months, 
and it just yeah. cuts to another shot and it's like so assumably six months has passed like there, there are two moments where there's like i think a significantly yeah not, yeah yeah and they don't really like show it obviously well that like you know again i i think that the issue is is yeah the husband is kind of in once in like two scenes and you don't really set up his like plan and like you don't ever see him interact with his wife or like kim novak as his wife or anything and there's a lot of stuff where it's like oh there's scenes and characters that are there purely for like clunky exposition and there's stuff that they again the whole the, the beginning scene is her being like oh design this bra oh look i'm a bra designer and he's like oh i wear this corset i'm glad to get this off and i was like oh okay <laughs> well they're talking about like bras and corsets like maybe that's gonna come into play at some point and it just doesn't she's just like no i gave up i'm painting now look i've painted myself <laughs> i did this fantastic recreation of this painting i saw and i've put myself in it and then he's just like no that's not funny and she's just like oh stupid stupid bitch stupid <laughs> i think mitch is the possessed one it's just proper weird again right. like there's a scene where he goes to, like her house and it shows me or she goes to his house and it shows Mitch yeah. in the car being like, oh, investigating. And again, it's like, oh, she keeps turning up and they have this close relationship and all this. It's going to come into play that, like, she's jealous or something. She tries to, like, come in between. Yeah, I thought it would, yeah. She's just like, yo, I'm your friend. I painted this picture. Oh, that was dumb. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they probably build up that she's, like, probably, like, being careful what she says, she says around him and, like, actual hard to get and stuff. And then, like you said, it just never yeah. goes anywhere. Well, it, they were engaged it, at one point, right? Yeah, because it's even a bit when, like, I mm. think he walks and goes, like, oh, like, um, he's still single, let's get married. Like, does that sort of jokes. And she's a lot, like, I hard to get and stuff. It's like, well, you think eventually, because in my mind, when you look at that sort of start of the film, you think, yeah, he'll go off on this thing about, like, being obsessed with woman and then realize, oh, Midge is the person I want to be with, you know, sort of thing. But... Or something of, like, you know, Midge gets in between and that's. Yeah you know part of the i i wonder if it's supposed to be a thing of he has midge and she's a good partner for him and they get on and she's kind or whatever but he's obsessed with this other girl and can't see that i wonder if it's supposed to be a thing of like Mm. oh he's so obsessed and blinkered by his love for this woman that he can't see the good he's got in his life but i don't know if that comes across particularly well either if that is the point that I, I also don't know if she's in there for laughs. I don't know, like clearly she's in there to handle exposition, but I don't know if I think she's unintentionally supposed to be in the for laughs. laughs or, like I, I, yeah. I think she sort of became that by accident. Well, I don't know, like Hitchcock had a sense of humor. There's definitely like stuff that's humorous within that film, but it's more the thing of like, and she's there for exposition, but I don't know if she's in there to be again. When she has that breakdown over the painting for me, I don't understand that scene at all, which is why I've been talking about it. Um, I don't know if that's supposed to be humorous or if that's supposed to be she's also as obsessed as Jimmy Stewart or if that's supposed to be like a, a thing of that he can't see. I don't know if that's supposed yeah. to be, oh, he's, he he's loves him if he can't with, see it. Yeah. He's obsessed with or, Judy and she's obsessed with him. And yeah, but I don't, know if it's, I don't know if that's supposed to be, oh, she's also obsessed. Everyone's obsessed when they fall in love or if it's supposed to be a, Oh no! Look, that's played for laughs. Or if it's supposed to be a, she does love him and he can't see it. I can't tell. And I don't know. I, I just think that there's very weird moments in this film that doesn't hold up, which you know happens in a lot of films. But hmm. that's fair enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have too much more to say. Yeah, I think that's covered most things now. Um, uh, should we uh, move on to our ratings? Go for it. Yeah. I, I would personally give, give this a four, a four star. That's why I go with this film. I, I don't think it's per, I don't think it's perfect, but I still think it's a really good film. Mm. Yeah. Do, 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 do what you guys think? I mean, I'm in the same boat of maybe dipping to a three and a half, but I have like ultimately gone for four because yeah. I do think it's a film that I've seen a handful of times and I'll watch again. And I think the visuals and the acting and generally the story is pretty good. I just think that it is like kind of flawed, and there are other. Hitchcock films I would recommend over Vertigo, but I would still recommend seeing Vertigo. Yeah, you definitely recommend yeah. it. I say it's on Netflix, so you can go see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I would say given like what I was thinking, but which I reckon would go up if I watched this again in like a better set for watching this film. But I was on about a three. Mm-hmm. And a three. Mm. Yeah. Again, I was. It was. It was last night. Admittedly, this wasn't my call. Is that I left it too late. And I ended up doing stuff last night, and I got back at like midnight and was like, I'm tired and I want to go to bed, but I need to watch this film for tomorrow. So I put it on and I was like watching it. I was tired and I was like, I just, I just want to turn it off and go to bed, but I can't. And that, that was my issue with it, which isn't the film's fault. Yeah, yeah. Is my fault. Um, but so I feel like if I watched this where I was like, cool, I am in a mood to watch this kind of film and actually pay attention, then I suspect I would definitely go up. Um, but yeah. It, it will be interesting to see in two years uh, two if years? it still is number. Well, seven, yeah, it's twenty twelve was. Oh god, yeah, right. You, you want to see it ten years later? Yeah, to see if it still is voted the best. And it's also worth pointing out that Tokyo Story was uh, top the directors poll for best movies. As well, oh, so. I'll say as well that I think I searched um, on the. American uh, American Film Institute as well. This this film ranked seven um, in, t- in two thousand seven. Well. Yeah, the, I mean, the film is entirely sub- subjective. It's mm. more just like it, interesting that it has it has been labelled like the greatest film of all time. Um, that you know, it'd be interesting to see if that's still. Actually, so sorry, so we were look, looking at these statistics now because I've got on screen. Um, Vertigo was number sixty one in nineteen ninety eight, and then uh, there's even two polls when these two, you know, from the American Film Institute. Then the second poll I did, it went up sixty five positions. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, again, everything. Sort of the fact of you know, the fact that it's voted the best film of all time by a sort of prestigious, um, not necessarily defining, but kind of a definitive list of great films of all time to a degree it's voted the best and the fact that Citizen Kane was the top for the last 50 years and then yeah. it got replaced is also kind of a big deal but it will just be interesting to see if it stays at the top or if Tokyo Story which is the top director's poll and is like third in the critics poll I think uh, overcomes it or what it's just kind of an yeah, interesting discussion point around Vertigo I guess hmm um, yeah, so that's that this week's film review, and I wonder what next week's going to be. Where was Alex? <laughs> In a surprise that fooled literally nobody. Uh, yeah, I read something a bit different, and I'm using the loophole because it's essentially a bit theatre. But I'm going to pick Hamilton, the okay. stage I, show. I'm saying this now. I'm saying this now. Yeah. As a clarification, we're yes. only allowed to say our favourite song once. Deal. Okay. 
in the episodes, we're only allowed to say, I like this song once. <laughs> That's my challenge for us. Your challenge is that, okay. I mean, I mean, the whole thing is in song, so can I talk about other songs? No. No. Just pick one song to talk about, okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. You yeah. have to pick right. one song to talk about. And the rest about. of it has to be story and acting based. Yeah. And, and okay. also, and camera work, since it is technically short film. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's, this is also coming from I've seen Hamilton the musical. I haven't seen the film's version, but I've not seen Hamilton at all. So this isn't, I, I think I was hopefully going to go see it, obviously before this all happened. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's my challenge to us: is we're going to review a musical, but we cannot, can't talk about the music. It's going to be difficult to be like during this bit where there is a song, but I can't mention it. <laughs> during that bit, you know that bit with the thing. What I love most about this story is that like. Um, Alex has got like a, like a nice fit of things to talk about, and George had like George couldn't just let him have this. He had to mention something like, "No, we're not allowed to do this." <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We can talk about songs. Let's. Yeah. You want to talk about two yeah, songs? Fine. You can talk about films all you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You're Alex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So, yeah, so uh, uh, going to uh, review Hamilton next week. Um, that and that is on uh, uh, Disney Plus. Yep. Yeah, so uh, we'll see you next episode. We won't. We'll rewind. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Real Rewind, where you can tune into new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook at The Real Rewind on Twitter and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon. <laughs>